We're doing one of my favorite things today. We're going to study together. And today we're looking at the work of Robert Russell in his book, You Too Can Be Prosperous. Can I be honest with you? The first time that I read this, I didn't really love it. It was actually sitting on my shelf for a few years. And then I picked it up again and gave it another try. And I was like, I couldn't get enough of it. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Welcome to Possibilities with me, Hina Khan. I help you create a life you love through ease, flow, and joy. We are not here for the hustle, the grind, or the struggle. This book is all about creating prosperity through ease, joy, and fun. And one of the things he says in chapter one is that ideas are seeds that come to us from anywhere and everywhere. They float through the air looking for the right mental soil. So sometimes I'll actually picture that, like there are these ideas kind of floating around and they're looking for the right mental soil. The right soil is a consciousness of one kind. So there's got to be a match between the seed, the idea, and the consciousness, your consciousness, for then the seed to kind of be drawn to you and work through you. And the consciousness that is the right mental soil is one where there are no contradictions, no fear. So let's say you have an idea, I don't know, something in your business that you want to do. The right mental soil would be you accepting that idea, seeing it as possible for you, knowing that you can do it. That is the right mental soil. Where it won't be able to take root and grow is if there's contradictions and doubts and fear. That is not the right mental soil. So he says, remove the obstruction of fear, worry, and doubt, and the idea takes root and grows to maturity. So this is why I always say that our results everything that you desire. It's 95% mindset, 5% strategy. It's the mindset of discipline of thought, keeping your thoughts pure on what you want and not being focused on all the things that can go wrong, all the ways it may not happen. And also not getting into conversations with people who are more than happy to pull up a chair and give you evidence of why your fears are accurate. That's the work, and that's why it's 95% mindset. He goes on to say, drop your idea. So whatever idea you have, so this is how I would work with my clients. If we're on a group call, I'll say, okay, everybody think of your idea. Drop that into the fertile medium of the subconscious. Plant it deep. Well, how the heck do you do that? Where is the subconscious? How you do that is by emotionalizing what it is that you want, planting it with positive emotion. So our conscious mind is our thinking mind. Our subconscious mind is our feeling mind. So when it says to you, plant it into your subconscious mind, you are taking that idea and putting feelings around it. So for example, it could be 
how happy you will feel, how joyful the impact that you're making, the confidence that you will feel in doing this thing and seeing this thing come to life. And so what is your work? Why is this 95% mindset? Because your work is to keep your thoughts pure and your consciousness true. So your work is to hold that belief. You are always in a state of being. You cannot not be being. Don't know if that made any sense. And your doing is going to come out of your being. So you want to be in harmony with how you imagine you would feel with this idea coming to life. That is what you want to keep pure. From that place of being, you're going to have amazing ideas, um, things that you want to do. Action is really important. You've got to take action, you've got to move. We are here. We are here to also do and to enjoy the doing. So the manifestation, the journey is the manifestation. The manifestation doesn't happen when you see the thing. That is actually the end of it. The physical is the end of it. So what you want to do is if you want prosperity is you want to make that your basic fundamental thought. You want to make that your habitual thought. That's what you fall back on. And you do that, you master this and make it the primary thought as all other thoughts also take on the quality of it. So what this means is you're listening through I am prosperity. So all other thoughts are taking that quality as well. The atmosphere of a person is what they think about all day long. So if you're thinking all day long that you are prosperity, that everything is working out for you, that you come up with good ideas, that you're always involved with really great people, you leave everyone with the impression of increase. If these are your thoughts, just imagine the friggin' life you're going to create. Because your doing comes from your being. This, what I love about this is that this is available to every single person. You don't have to have been born into a certain family. I don't know where you're listening to this or watching this. You could be anywhere in the world and you can start to apply this now. So habits are created by repetition and are formed in accordance to a natural law observable in all animate things, and some would say in inanimate things as well. So habits are created by repetition. So think about it. Have you ever folded a piece of paper? And you fold the piece of paper, and let's say you it's been folded for a while. Then when you open it up, is the crease still there of that fold line? Yes, it is. Absolutely. And that is the same with your thoughts. With whatever you have imprinted, it's still going to be there. So if we want to eradicate it, if he says if you want to eradicate the old process of worry, what you've got to do is form a bigger concept of confidence. I did not say that you've got to sit there, come up with all the solutions that you've got to really focus on the worry, like get that problem. No, in a way you're not giving it any energy. What you're focusing on is what you would like it to be like, how you want to be, 
how you want the situation to be and building up your own self-image, having a bigger concept of confidence that he says what will happen is as the confidence grows, the mental path of worry will gradually fill up from disuse and the old path will grow less and less distinct until it gradually disappears. Now, here's what's going to be happening as you're doing this. So you've got your idea. You've got an amazing goal, right? You do not necessarily right now have the thoughts, feelings, and actions of that person with that goal. Otherwise, you would have the goal. So that's okay. Completely normal. Everything is fine. Your present results have thoughts, feelings, and actions that are aligned with that, that are a match to it. So I want you to think of, bring an image to your mind of a path and think of a well-worn path. So there's grass and the grass is matted down because it's been walked over so many times. That is your current thoughts, feelings, and actions. Like you don't have to think about it. It's habit. It's always there, autopilot. Now you want to do something different. You have a new idea that will require a new level of thinking, feeling, and acting. So that's a whole new path that you're embarking on. Can you see it? Can you see the path with me? And it's tall grass because it hasn't been walked on yet. So you've got to lead the way, like you're walking on this path. And you know when you're walking on tall grass that has not been walked on, it's going to bounce up. The other thing is, at times, you don't know exactly where you're going. It's a little bit clunky. So what are you, when you're tired, because that path is new, what are you going to want to resort to? Where are you going to want to go? To the old path, that path right beside you, where it's easy, it's well-worn. You don't even have to think when you're walking. You also know what the results are as well. So the work is when you do find yourself going back, which can happen, is that you pull yourself back to that new path. And then over time, by walking on it over and over again, that new path becomes your default. And then honestly, at some point, that new path becomes your old path. And you will see results when the new conviction becomes deeper and stronger than the old one. Here are some things that you can do to help you. Number one, refuse to use the old habit path under any circumstances. So the minute you find yourself there, get back onto your new path, like switch your thinking. Number two, keep your thought changed out of the negative path and hold it in the positive. Number three, charge the new thought action with hope, power, belief, conviction, and determination when you express it. So put feeling behind it. Number four, make your new pattern as clear, strong, deep, and positive as you can. So in my community, the way that we write down our goals is I'm so happy and grateful now that that is setting yourself up for a clear, strong pattern. I'm so happy and grateful now that it is positive. It is in, it's in the present tense as well. And then finally, make opportunities for traveling over this new path as often as possible. Be the person that lives this life, that travels over this path. 
So the law of prosperity is already within our minds, pressing to act. You, it's kind of like a light switch. It's like the lights are dark in a room, but it's available to come on. You've got to switch. You've got to just flip the switch. That's what this is like. It is pressing to act. Our job is to release it for our daily needs to open up channels for its expression. So what are channels for its expression? Well, it could be in that idea that you have. It could be in an opportunity that comes your way. But here's the thing. This is where people get tripped up. The channel for its expression might look different than what you are thinking of. So this is where you've got to be open to different ways of doing things because you might be keeping yourself limited and missing opportunities because you're thinking it's got to look one specific way. And do not affirm unless your affirmation is backed up with a corresponding emotion. So you want to feel it. The law says that you can have anything you desire if you believe that you already have it. So think of that idea, your goal. Do you believe, and be honest, no one can hear you. Do you believe that you already have it? Do you have a subjective acceptance of the thing desired? If the answer is no, that's okay. Now you know where you need to do the work, which is so much better than thinking, I'm just going to try harder. I'm going to work harder because that's just going to give you more of what it is that you currently have, more frustration. So now you know, okay, I've got to go back to my beliefs. What would I need to believe? What are some beliefs that I would have to drop? So good. This is what I'm saying is that it doesn't matter about your education, your gender, where you grew up, your religion, anything. Anybody can do this. Realize that with each repetition, your new idea is going to go further and further underground, like into the subconscious, until it is perfectly integrated with the creative mind. And the creative mind is the universal mind. See the new idea clearly. Do you see it? Realize it, feel it, accept it, and then you speed it up with belief. So it's like belief is like the gas that you're putting into the tank, and you keep it alive with your faith. Feed it with fresh, rich, powerful, and life giving images. Speed up the rate of vibration by telling your subconscious mind that you are already prosperous. And you declare it with such convincing tones that the subconscious will go right to work to materialize your desire. So that is what you want to do, which Robert Russell talks about. That was just chapter one of you too can be prosperous. There's an idea. And if your consciousness is not of the right mental soil, it is going to find the consciousness that is. So it is not that, oh my gosh, when do you ever see somebody and you're like, holy crap, I had that idea. What's the difference? Was it that it wasn't meant for you? Not necessarily. You dismissed it. You didn't accept it or believe it and then move into the actions. And then, so now when you look at somebody else doing what you want to do, what you want to understand is 
they're showing you what you can do as well. So the idea is looking for the right mental soil. And then the way that you take care of that soil is through your feelings and through faith and through your beliefs. And you match that up so that your actions are now aligned. Your conscious, your subconscious, and your actions are all aligned. And then you're going to see it in the physical, but that's the last place that it shows up. It's already happening. It is here. Let me know if you love this podcast, if you love this style where I'm really taking you through some of the study that I do with my clients, because I am happy to do more of it. I love it. And you know what to do. Like, subscribe, download, do all of the things, and I'll see you here next time.